Yes, hello. It is podcast time. Let's go! Hi, welcome to the Arch Independent Show. I am Tommy. I am the host. Today, it is episode 14 of the 2023 AI podcast series. It has been a little while since we fired up the microphones. It is very nice to be here. I've had a bit of a busy schedule, but now it is podcast time once again. And I figured that I could take a look at the show feedback like a mailbag episode. I am always open to listener feedback, but not always great about acknowledging it or incorporating it into the pod. So let's try to do that right now. Just let the feedback guide the show today, starting with the collab shows with Chris. So quite a few of you have reached out after each of the collab casts. And I think we've done three, maybe even four of them now. Folks seem to really like the shows with Chris Liss, and I appreciate that. I dig collaborating with Chris, and I think it's definitely something we will do again. Those shows have a great vibe, and my understanding is that his audience enjoys the collab casts as well. Obviously, I am not someone who does a regularly scheduled show, but still, I think we can probably look forward to more collab casts at some point in the future, because that shit is a ton of fun. Some additional feedback on the most recent show with Chris, which included a bit of COVID discussion, and I appreciated this too. Paradoxical Chris. Chris talked about not being forced into anything, which I generally agree with, and then proceeded to pretty much villainize everyone for not being responsible and healthy adults that contribute to society. The wildest part is I think a lot of people, or at the very least me, initially took the jab trying to be responsible and healthy adults that contribute to society. So that's fair, or at least the part about trying to be responsible, healthy adults. Chris speaks for himself on the paradox stuff, but I can appreciate that there might be some friction there. Anyway, COVID and responsible adults. Oh boy, that is a loaded topic, isn't it? And I want to be clear that my homie who sent the paradox feedback, he never once supported mandates or forcing jabs on anyone. He's not that guy. He's a good faith dude. And his point is pure. And I I think I should discuss it a little more because a lot of people did initially take the jab trying to be responsible, healthy adults contributing to society. And that needs to be part of the conversation. Not everyone who took the shot was a jab-right psychopath. And I had separately been soliciting feedback from other folks on that very topic. And it turned out to be a bit of a touchy subject at times. Because even among people who never tried to force or coerce others, sometimes there still seems to be a sort of shame that seeps into the conversation. There are some folks that just never really want to talk about it again. Even though they weren't forcing anybody or coercing anyone, they seem to recognize that they were part of a massive systemic failure. And 
that's valid because we were all part of a massive systemic failure. I mean, the COVID thing was crisis management 101, and so many, so, so many people got in. <laughs> Ouch, bro. The scoreboard is really, really bad on this one. Most folks are victims in this, so I probably shouldn't laugh, but the whole thing is just so goddamn absurd. They changed the definition of vaccine in front of everything. I mean, it's the real sick part of the COVID response. It was fraud and broad daylight, baby. And that's because, in truth, it was almost entirely political. There was very little public health science going on. And the FDA's sham approval of the Pfizer jab that was released in August of 2021, the Arch Independent Podcast in the archive from right after they released the FDA approval, because it was astonishing to find out it's just a series of waivers of all the standard requirements. There really was no approval because they were operating under that warp speed executive order where you just throw out all safety and efficacy tests. There was zero scientific support for the jabs. Zero. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? None. Nada. Yet. Nothing. It's incredible that anyone could have supported a jab mandate after that August 2021 FDA publication. And again, the sickest part is it was essentially all driven by insane identity politics. If you took the jab and then shamed people who didn't, it meant you were on team good. You were a certified hero out there saving lives. Whereas if you refused the jab, or if you discussed how there was nothing that even resembled a standard FDA approval process, it meant that you were subhuman and you should have no civil rights. And that was the frame. I'm not going to go back through the media clips and play the late night comedy bits about denying healthcare to people who didn't take the shot, but you all know what I'm talking about. Everybody lived through it. And that, that hideous frame of vilify the people who don't take the experimental shot, a huge segment of our population bought into that. And I am not exaggerating. When I say that we are a hopelessly diseased society, I mean, I don't want to be a dark cloud here, but take a look at what the largest segment of the population did. In order to signal that they were team good and fully righteous, they viciously and ignorantly and relentlessly attacked innocent people. The pharmaceutical that they wanted to force into everyone's arm was completely untested. <laughs> Everyone should have known because it was obvious in the FDA release in August 2021, not tooting my own horn here because every functional person on this fucking planet should have been able to read those documents and come to the same conclusion. Instead, the jab Reich insanity was what took over. Holy shit. Is there a worst hand to go all in on? I mean, fuck, man. Play 3-7 offsuit, but 
don't hand your health over to a completely corrupt career politician with full-blown dementia. <laughs> what a terrible, unforced error. So yeah, touchy subject for some, but in the larger sense, it's an important but harsh reminder of how easily folks can be fooled. It's all that manufactured consent, mass formation psychosis stuff that we have talked about, the social studies that we've looked at throughout the 2023 AI podcast series. So to try to wrap this up, what we have on the planet today is one group of people who really are decent folks, but they got suckered real bad, so not real interested in revisiting how that all happened and talking about it. They're just ready to turn the page. And then we have this other, more sinister group of people, those who really delighted in the vicious attacks on anyone who didn't take that shit shot. And again, critical to remember after august 2021 anyone still advocating for jab mandates was doing so because they're either ignorant partisans or they just plain suck at judging true expertise there was no legitimate scientific evidence to support a mandate and the fda would go on to admit that later in federal court and the Arch Independent Podcast, always here for you. We did a follow-up FDA show to update all of that info that was revealed in the various lawsuits against the agency. <laughs> <laughs> there was no science. And it's such a critical point because there sure was a lot of fanatical support for the mandates. So there it is, right in front of everyone, legitimate cult extremist behavior that infringes on civil rights on a massive scale. And it's so awesome when you step back and look at it because these kooky team good cult assholes, they spent years on collusion conspiracies. They ranted nonstop about Donald Trump, the stupid game show host. But in reality, and as they showed, it was really them the whole time. They were the new Reich. They were the ones who took delight in denying basic civil rights. They were the hysterical, unscientific people in the crisis situation. They were the most easily manipulated, the least tolerant, the most openly hostile, and, of course, ultimately ignorant and wrong about essentially everything. <laughs> and it reverberated everywhere. Collabcast with Chris, good example because we included some of the jab Reich lunacy from the fantasy sports industry because that's where he worked. And there really were people trying to get Chris fired for not submitting to the demands of the Team Good Hive. It's impossible to overstate what a fucking lunatic cult that we live alongside. And unlike my homie, who never wanted to force the jab on anyone, never had any ill will towards people who declined it, when it comes to the jab right, you can spare me any attempt to explain it as a well-intentioned public health concern. These people are fucking ghouls. They're ignorant, they're evil, and that's just a real bad combo. And I can't help but notice, they all follow the exact same political ideology. It's a, it's like a dystopian novel. It's pretty incredible. It's no different than the kooky cults that promise a trip on a spaceship to the devoted. <laughs> I mean, 
It's the biggest medical fraud in human history, right in broad daylight. All facilitated by our society's ignorance and fanatical devotion to partisan politics. Plus, of course, the media propaganda and the tech web that kind of makes the whole engine go. Even now, in November of 2023, they're still out papering over this blatant fraud. Anthony Fauci is being given an ethics award for his part in the COVID response. <laughs> Look at how badass is that? But um, I want it to be funnier than it is because it's kind of actually getting dangerous now. Instead of just ranting about collusion fairy tales and doing bad SNL skits, the Team Good cult lunatics now have shown that they are so captured by their delusional partisan ideology, they'll forcibly inject their neighbors with an untested product anytime the hive tells them to. Of course, they've already all put this hideous COVID behavior in the dustbin of history. They're never going to be accountable for any of their ignorant hysteria. You can forget that. They have just moved right on to the next current thing. At the moment, Team Good Idiot Hive believes they are preventing genocide in the Middle East by being horrific anti-Semites and mob-attacking Jewish students on campus. We're in a new low, folks. <laughs> What do you do with that? Uh, probably a good time to segue to the great sort. So, a theme throughout the 2023 Arch Indie podcast series has been the political and social science of sorting the where and why people choose to live where they live. This aspect of human behavior fascinates me. It's been studied for decades, so there are some well-developed data sets the current census data shows we're in the midst of a significant shift and a lot of factors go into the great sort and i don't mean to oversimplify it but i have received quite a bit of feedback mostly from californians both those relocating out of state and those with no intention of leaving. Everyone seems to agree the uniparty government has really essentially killed California. Like all the vibrancy and the cool stuff that makes California so great. Restaurants, theaters, culture centers, comedy clubs. And they took it out back and shot it. <laughs> Between the uh, Jab-Reich lockdowns, the out-of-control crime rates, the insane amounts of taxes, fees, all to be controlled by a completely corrupt political class, it's resulted in a lot of unique places just being gone forever. California really did force all the local shops to close while they let Costco and Big Box stay open. They arrested paddle boarders while letting drug cartels smash and grab looters, mentally ill homeless people. You can run wild in the streets, but no being on the beach during the big scary virus. <laughs> For me, I still say to each their own, nobody is obligated to update their priors. Nobody is obligated to be intellectually honest. In fact, I'm sure it's a hell of a lot more satisfying to just live in cartoon world and make yourself the hero of every situation rather than taking a hard look at what policy outcomes are actually happening. <laughs> Especially when it's as disastrous as something like Los Angeles or San Francisco right now. But 
I am fascinated that people can continue to believe that they're on team good by throwing down with these architects of disaster. Um, I'm trying to get it straight in my head, but it's a demonstration of righteousness to throw your support behind crime bill Biden, super predator Hillary, and then watch Anthony Fauci get on TV and lie up and down during a pandemic response and then give him an ethics award. I mean, wow. Apparently there is no cliff. This just goes on and on forever. People can tune out decades of political corruption. They can ignore blatant felonies right in front of them. They watched the definition of vaccine get changed and they just plowed right on through. It's insane. But nobody's going to update their priors in any meaningful way. And I think that's fine. Um, the disconnect from reality is so extreme at this point. It's why I started making this podcast. So I guess I should appreciate it in some way. I mean, sometimes it's hard not to be cynical, but let's try to keep it upbeat. I've been a bad man, yeah, the devil's praying to me, and I help him go and get his way. You can't be work, boy, yeah, the devil said to me, and I can't wait to meet you one day. Tommy, you're an asshole on Twitter. <laughs> okay. That's fair. Um, I could be abrasive. I could clean that up a bit, I suppose. Not exactly helping set a tone for a more peaceful dialogue over there, but not really trying to be an angel of mercy at this point. Working more out of the retribution wing of the building, and I was just reminding one of the shit weasel fantasy sports guys on Twitter the other day of how he had viciously attacked innocent people. Was that helpful? No, probably not. So maybe I could think more on that. Next. Hello there. Are you doing any side football podcasts this season, a la Ball Tongue last year? Want to make sure I'm not missing it. <gasps> Good question. No, you're not missing it. I knew that I was not going to be able to do much broadcasting here in October, early November, so I didn't want to start a football show and then bail on it. It has been a great football season, though, and I would like to do more sports shows, largely a scheduling thing, but I was just talking to dear Anthony recently, and we shall see what happens in the future, my friend. Conspiracy show feedback. Okay, <laughs> so... This was a mixed bag, and I kind of knew that going in. Some folks did really enjoy the show with Eli. Other folks, eh, not so much. Look, anytime you get into stuff like 9-11, you're going to lose some people. But like I have always said on this show, I love that style of radio. I have always been into Art Bell from the Kingdom of Nye. That stuff is hella fun. And trust me, I get a lot of positive feedback on my Alex Jones impression. I'm not going to wear it out, but folks do enjoy when I bring out Al. Like I also said on The Conspiracy Show, sincerely, I'm not trying to disrespect the dead in any way. Alex Jones off the deep end there. That's not cool. I want to keep our arch-independent shenanigans cheeky and fun here. 
And when the schedule is along, I would like to do at least one more conspiracy show with Eli for about half of you. That's great news. So <laughs> look forward to that. Uh, all right, homies, that's all for now, but more soon. Be good to each other. Some of my friends sell